0: Stop
1: and stop. Hey, this is Matteo Lane.
0: I'm Emma Willman.
1: And this is Inside the Closet. Inside
0: the Closet. <laughs> we are back with another episode of Inside the Closet. Thank you guys so much for being here. We appreciate you. Matteo, and I were just talking about food.
1: I, had, I, have, I have something to read to You're you. You're getting
0: into Brussels sprouts, you kinky bitch.
1: This is about food. I forgot that I got this DM on Instagram. Someone is very upset with us about the Olive Garden. So, this, come at me, bro. Okay, so I get this message. I'm I'm not gonna say your name just in case you don't want me to. But if you do, just DM me and then I'll I'll say your name. So he he says. I
0: thought you were talking about me for a second. I was like, it's probably pretty clear who it is.
1: <laughs> so he goes, I'm catching up on the previous episodes of Behind the Closet. It's inside the closet.
0: That's kind of a funny name, though.
1: Behind the closet. Yeah, just throw a
0: little twist in it. Sure.
1: Uh, On February 10th, 2022, it's like an investigative reporter, uh, you were talking about the pinnacle of American Italian cuisine, the Olive Garden. I used to work there as a host server, so I got to see quite a lot while there. Can I just say
0: real quick? I I don't think... Was he joking? Because I don't think either of us called it the... I mean, I I love the Olive Garden. I didn't call it the pinnacle of American cuisine. I think he's putting his own joke in there, right? I think
1: there's sarcasm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just checking, just checking. Yeah, and I haven't read this fully, so I don't know if they are actually defending the Mm -hmm. Olive Garden or... So... I used to work as a host service, so I got to see it quite a lot there. I worked at two different locations from 2011 to 2012. First, is the origin of the Italian cuisine. They do have a special place in Italy, which by the way, they obviously did not Google it because the real place in Italy is like a utility closet. They do have a special place in Italy where they supposedly, okay, so good, he used supposedly, create a lot of the dishes and have a special team, etc. In fact, my GM was sent there to train for three months. She uh, Did she actually cook help on the line? No, but she was there. Three
0: months? <laughs> It's kind of a sweet gig.
1: For someone who works at the Olive Garden, yeah. you get to go to Italy for three months? Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, they said they went to Italy. Maybe she got off the plane, they put a fucking tranquilizer in her neck and then <laughs> she comes to and they're like, yeah, you like that fucking Primavera? There you go. Like,
1: now go back and tell everyone, Yeah, That's great. T- yeah,
0: tell everyone how good the f- breadsticks were.
1: <laughs> the, the, in quotations, microwaved bread, as you so lovingly referred to it, actually comes par-baked. What does par bake mean? Meaning half baked
0: knew that everyone knows that you see it on the things and then they they gloss over it with the um, butter th- everybody knows that because they let you know that because it's like it's like a someone with their like t- it's like the way a woman showing cleavage is that's the way the Olive Garden shows their process for breadsticks <laughs> when you walk in and out right where they keep the wine the wine jugs which I'm sure is just like fucking I don't know what the hell that grape is grape juice Cooper, with rubbing alcohol 100% <laughs> they have like slits in it and you you see them making fucking heating up the breadsticks. By the way, you I don't. It.
1: I don't actually think that there's a world where like someone's there's like a Keebler elf like back there homemaking, making right. bread. And I don't think we that know it's...
0: they come from a fucking just like the cheesecake factory comes right from the, 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 the cheesecake.
1: Comes, comes the from factory. the fucking
0: factory that they ship it out and then they de-thaw it. Right. Where I'm not thinking each breadstick is handcrafted. But but
1: I also don't think like, okay, right. They're not microwaving the bread either, but they are just reheating already baked bread in a factory. Because so maybe they fucking
0: not... nailed it so much that they can do that.
1: Well let's let's not say they, let's say I forgot that you love their angel hair pasta. What did you say? You were like Yum. You, you were like It is like, good.
0: <laughs> Is there a lot of flavor to it? No. For rural Maine, was it the place to see and be seen? Yes. You guys have Nobu. We had the fucking Olive Garden. And I I, I almost like gaslit myself at first. I was like, am I crazy? And then I was seeing my friend from Maine, Kate Russell. Let me see if I can find the text from her. Because when I posted about the Olive Garden, she wrote like, she was like the... That's the place to be. And that's right. If you're from rural America.
1: I'd like to go back to rural Maine with you and eat at that Olive Garden. Absolutely. I'd like to eat at the Olive Garden with you and see your, your dining experience. I think Olive if Olive you
0: were in. ah, So Kate wrote Olive Garden was the fanciest restaurant in Maine for sure.
1: I believe you. I
0: mean there are, look don't there are other fancy like artisanal places, but yeah. So he goes on.
1: So the quote unquote microwave bread as you so lovingly refer to it actually comes par bake. So we would receive the bread, open up the packages and bake them. Out of the packages, they looked whiter than Emma. <laughs> then after cooking they had color everyone adores oh so much. Yes. The buttered.
0: I know that shockingly whiteness, not just because that's like what my literal butt looks like, but I have seen those breadsticks. <laughs> my
1: butt's st- pretty white, too.
0: I'm translucent, but I've seen the breadsticks in their raw form because I, I don't know if he knows this, but they sell those breadsticks now out. You can get them at the supermarket.
1: The butter. Uh, interesting fact. Olive Garden actually came out with a n- new nutritional guide when I was there. Uh-oh. And most dishes went down in calories, but not the breadsticks. They went from 110 to 140 per breadstick. Mm. Most everything else is prepped in the morning and then fired throughout the day. I know for sure the soups came pre-prepared and were reheated, and a few other dishes um, same way, etc. The stuffed chicken mars- marsala.
0: 140 is not bad. It's not bad.
1: No, well, for one, for one, people eat three. Yes. So before and, you've had pasta, you've already had 500 calories. Right,
0: right, exactly. If but, but, And how much sodium? And here's the thing, now that you know that, it's like, okay, now we can know a uh, factor in a couple, couple breadsticks, a couple this, a couple that. You you know what you you know what you're working with. You're
1: leaving with 2000 calories after you eat I the would have garden. thought a breadstick would have been more, to be honest. At 140 sounds about right, but remember you're eating yes. Three, yes. it's unlimited, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I know for sure the soups came pre-prepared. By oh, right. uh, it's uh, this. Uh, I think the chicken came pre-stuffed. But if sure. there are any other questions, feel free to ask. So I thought that was an interesting. I thought we were going to be attacked. This guy was actually on our side. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he was coming. He was coming. He was. He was trying to.
0: I really thank you so much for writing in and telling us that. I. I. That'd be pretty funny if I we did have another question. We're like, yeah, but what about the, the this fucking tiramisu? Like, or you know, I, I am curious. Well,
1: that was one of my favorite episodes was when we talked about the Olive Garden because it was like I just saw you. I the fear in your eye when you wanted to admit to me that it was pretty good. You, that you were like but the the, the, the angel it, it's, really it's it's really good. It's really and I just relentlessly came it's after you.
0: The best Italian food I've ever had, and I obviously you know. Take this with a grain of uh, fucking pasta sauce or whatever. But it's a place called Pomodoro's in the North End in Boston. It's a tiny restaurant. I think they only have like five or six seats. It's not very expensive, but they I don't think they take reservations. It's five or six tables, and they have – I haven't been there in like years and years and years, but they only have like five menu items. You can get like red sauce or white sauce, and they've got a couple different kinds of homemade pasta, and it was so fucking good. When I'm in Boston – April 29th and 30th for my shows in Beverly, Massachusetts. I'm going to see, it was my mom's birthday and I'm going to take her either there or to this, um, I talked about it on the show before, this place in Boston that's like always a line around the block and you can't make reservations there either. What is it called? It's a line around the block. Do you remember? It? it was where, so my girlfriend and I, we te- we met someone when we were there and she was like, text us me when you want to come back and you don't have to wait in line. And we did. And she clearly thought we were other someone else like she was we went there with my dad we texted her and we like got to cut the line and she clear, she was like tell steve i said hi and we were both like oh my god she thinks we have a mutual friend that we don't have so i want to use that connection again to not wait in line with my mom
1: but it's like or we just get there when they open
0: it's there's a line it's like uh in, in new york russ and daughters there's always a line at that it's the same right. type of thing where there's always maybe could be what or is why it why don't call- i just cook for you this is when I'm in Boston though. I wanna bring it for my mom for her birthday. I wanna bring it to one of those places. There
1: we should get real Italian food with each other. I don't sure. think you and I've ever sat down and like I've ever like like taken to my favorite place to get pasta. We
0: went to one place once in the West Village that was good. Uh but yeah, I mean I'm absolutely I'm open to it. I'm down. Have you been how is um how has it been being healthy while traveling so much? I'm back into a routine of actually being healthy when I travel I am now. Thank
1: Jesus. I am, I am too. I'm seeing uh, a trainer three days a week now. Great. Uh, which really helps. Diamond Bale.
0: And you're doing it in person.
1: In person. Nice. And um, still talking with my coach about my nutrition. And then even this weekend in Vancouver, like I just ordered my meals like chicken and rice. Yep chicken they had a curry chicken that was really good that had like cream in it but I was like you know what I'm still working out right like I'm still like making it happen so I- I'm just I'm keeping healthy on the road and
0: you bring those meals with
1: you sometimes if it's a short trip like if I'm I'm going to Vermont soon, right I'll bring the- I'll bring six meals with me just to like have the meals
0: and then what if it's a- so that I was thinking about doing that but then I was like I didn't know what the protocol was like
1: they have to be frozen okay and then you bring them in like a uh, I have a. I went to a camping store in the um on Houston and uh Broadway. There's a camping store right there, and I just walked in. and There's like a, I know what uh, you're talking a cooler, about. Cooler, like, like a camping. Yeah, yeah, that and place like, is fucking huge. And there's like a camping cooler, right? That you, it's like a carry-on. So right. I have a backpack and that, and I just put that uh, ahead over the head and. That's have an not ice, a bad idea. Have like a frozen pack thing in there to keep it cool. And then when you get to the hotel, ask for a microwave.
0: Okay, that's not a bad idea at all. Maybe I should start doing that.
1: It just makes it everything a lot easier.
0: Totally. Because I started bringing these overnight oats. I'll bring overnight oats and then like get some milk and then like make those so I'll have like breakfast. So that's like done. But I because I was like, oh, well, I'll always be able to get milk. No. I was in Albany and I was at the hotel and I got out and oh, I like, how was Albany. It was great. The Funny Bones and all the Funny Bone Funny Bone in Albany was Did you awesome. You go to the mall? No, we didn't. What? We walked through it, but it was. I went in. I went there. I we got in on Friday. Me too. We went. We got in on Friday. Got sold in. The show was awesome. And then Saturday during the day, my cousins live in Albany, so I went and saw them, which was really fun. Isn't it
1: crazy? Like our childhoods. Like we like there's kids who don't know what malls are. Like Yeah,
0: I mean, I was far from a mall.
1: Our our generation was the last generation of like, we got everything from the 80s and then we introduced the 90s. (laughs) But malls were still in like their height. You
0: don't think kids go to malls now?
1: Well, like, there's way less malls now today than there have. I guess I
0: didn't really think about that. What are kids? What are they doing? They're, just, they're just, they,
1: well, they have their phones. They can hang oh out on god. their phone. Because it was kind of like a social thing. You went sure. like socially and like you you go shopping and do yeah. A, yeah 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 do a loop like right. everybody went. And you
0: got you had like forty dollars, twenty dollars, whatever. So you're like you have to really think like, am I gonna get some? Oh my god! I remember I'd be like I would have I would have enough money. My dad would give me like twenty bucks. Would so be like I could get a CD, and
1: CDs were like eighteen dollars. So I'd be like, do CDs. I want to get a CD I
0: for eighteen, CDs. or should I get like a used CD and then get like a snack or like yeah? You there know, was that. something
1: fun about getting a CD, looking through them, and looking yeah. through. Because I I read I read single. I remember I saw this thing about Mariah Carey, and this guy was talking about how when he got a Mariah Carey. Uh, her like butterfly album that he would like read through over and over mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the cd um what was that like the like the slip that would go in that was like the cover like totally. a booklet like a yep. pamphlet or whatever. Right. and i was like oh my god yeah we did used to just like sit there and read i think they had lyrics to songs and we totally. would like just memorize the lyrics and now everything's so fragmented like if you like a song people don't even like listen to full albums anymore sure. it's like there's just a song
0: right just out there. I remember flip. I remember flipping through the CDs.
1: Ray and- of Light. I must have oh, listened yeah. to Madonna's Ray of Light. Like, I, I can't even tell you. So I
0: saw a picture of her recently.
1: Did you see the, her TikTok? That's what everyone's talking about. No, I didn't about. see the
0: TikTok. I, I'm scared. When I saw I'll the picture of her, I went, Woo! <laughs> you know, no judgments, but... You know
1: it, that sounded just slightly different. This judgmental. is why
0: you have to have friends that are not in entertainment that are around you that you see at least once every two years. So if someday you pop up and you know you are a full on filter in the face, this someone is, will say you
1: you know Just watch. This is the video that everyone's talking about. This is heartbreaking. Right now. It's heartbreaking. All by the way, it's frozen, which is one of her best songs, if not her best song and video.
0: Is she is, is she's on drugs or is it just the face on drugs?
1: I I can't go into whether it's sad. Drugs
0: or not. That's so sad. We shouldn't. Have, this is too. I like, got into
1: a big argument once with Bob the drag queen. Yeah. we got into a huge argument that I was going. I was going off about her plastic surgery and I thought it devalued her. And he was yeah. like, but he was like, it doesn't. Whatever she chooses to do with her. He also likes to argue, but he made a really good point. So now I like watch her body, myself. her choice. Absolutely, her body, her choice. But that doesn't. The lips are about to p- blow. It. I will say it is shocking you know because i think like madonna always lauded herself as like i I guess i just thought she had a different motive
0: well also let's think there's a reason you're thinking this too it was she when she did she she was like yoga so like yoga i I associate like yoga with like health right you know and well she. i think
1: i think she always just looked
0: I mean, not that you can't like be a cokehead doing yoga. Not that she's a cokehead, but you know what I'm saying. You can do healthy
1: things and being healthy, but right. Actually, you know what? Let's see if Bob's available. Let's call Bob.
0: I associate, but I mean,
1: but it, it's, it's 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 definitely strange. It's unexpected. I've been there
0: at the dermatologist. I'll be like, hit me up with some more Botox. He's like, you're good. Yeah, but that's why you need to see someone who's not just like trying to.
1: Hi, Bob. Hi. 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 You're, you're, do you want to come on inside the closet real quick? Anyway, stop with me. Well, you know, no, no, we're doing it just over, over phone. Um, question. I was, we were just talking about Madonna and I said, I got into a huge fight with Bob once about Madonna and her plastic surgery. And I think Bob made a really good point. Cause I was going off saying her plastic surgery devalued her as an artist. And Bob was like, it's her body, her choice and her plastic surgery has nothing to do with her. History in her career. And and now I agree. And so Emma and I were talking about Madonna and her recent plastic surgery video, like people were talking about her face. I just sort of wanted to relive that conversation with you if you were open to it.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, it's interesting. I was saying, I think it's really interesting, specifically with women a lot of times, especially um, women who are once considered either very hot or like the it girl. Um, Once they start doing things to their body That other people don't agree with People just kind of act like it I don't know Somehow devalues their entire body of
0: work Um, I hadn't thought of that That's a good point, Bob Yeah, I hadn't thought of that It's like people feel like a certain entitlement to like
1: Like they own Madonna Madonna or something, yeah, yeah
2: And it's almost like Madonna doesn't get the opportunity to age in whatever way she wants to, as if that will have anything to do with her. I mean, it's not like Madonna's going out here. I'm sure Madonna's probably done something problematic. But I mean, but it's that, you know, there's there's lots of people out here doing stuff that probably will actually be like. Or make you look at their body of work differently But also I mean I guess each person Their own whatever But I just think It's a little off That we do this Especially especially to older women Especially to older women Who gave us like everything We mm-hmm. do this to Mariah Carey All the time Because And, and not just about buzzers, Like Mariah Carey Can't sing the way She used to sing Well that makes sense Mariah Carey was 18 years old mm-hmm. And now she's probably Almost 60 I don't know how old she is She's 50 She's 50 <laughs> Just
1: as a lamb I'm gonna say She just turned 50 I think I'm almost positive
2: no, Mariah Carey is not the same age as as Beyonce. She's fifty three.
0: She's a little older. Beyonce's is
2: fifty. No,
1: but Mariah's not fifty three. She's how old? Wait, hold on. Now we gotta. I think Beyonce. See. I thought
0: Beyonce was forty five. Beyonce's fifty.
1: Oh my god. Mariah, damn. wait. Let's Beyonce see. Will be 50 this year. Okay. I'm on crack, Forty. Oh my god, Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah is. Mariah looks amazing.
2: So Beyonce, Beyonce, and Britney Spears
0: are the same age. They're
1: both forty. Right. There
0: we go. And okay. Right. Fifty-three.
1: Yeah. Wow. Mariah looks good. No, I think you're right. I, I, ever since that day, Bob, I never forgot it. And you're, and, and look, I think when someone's f- who's been knowing so much for their physical appearance, when it drastically changes, obviously people are going to talk about it. But you're right. That's and, a good point. And, yeah. In the way that we talk about. Women, especially women who are aging, who have given us so I mean, Madonna single-handedly changed how we hear, view, and uh, absorb music, like in every way that it goes. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. how
0: entertainers have to. Continue. she's set the bar for reinventing she, yourself. That's right.
1: That's right. I. I look. I don't know how
2: wh- reinventing herself, but she's also one of those folks who really learned how to take back your power as a woman. Totally. When people were like leaking pictures of people's bodies, Madonna said, "I will post a picture of my entire vagina, and I will still win Grammys, mm. and I will still be one of the biggest artists of all time." And she. Posted a whole book with her fucking pussy in it, and it could, and, and she was like, mm-hmm. "And I will own this. This is, I think, this is also around the time where Vanessa Williams was stripped of her title as Miss as the first black Miss America for showing her breast,
1: and also when her and I boxed fight on the red carpet.
2: When Vanessa Williams a full-on boxing UFC-style <laughs> I got into a fight with Vanessa Williams on you the red Yeah, I'll
1: tell you about it later. It's really embarrassing. No, you.
2: Last thing, last thing I'll say, it also reminds me of like like the Mariah Carey thing, where like when you mention Mariah Carey these days, all people talk about is how she can't sing how she used to.
0: That's which, true. Which
2: seems like a, a ridiculous standard to hold a person to over the course of thirty years. Mm.
1: And Mariah Carey, also who changed how we experience music. I mean, she single handedly changed. She merged, she's responsible for a lot of merging pop and hip hop together. She's, oh, yeah. she's, she, her voice, writing music, like she really changed. And I've, look, I've made a lot of disparaging jokes about Mariah Carey, which I've publicly apologized for. Um, am, the lambs are wild, honey. Yeah, but also the lambs, the, the, the lambs aren't as organized as the beehive. I will say that about the lambs, like, <laughs> like
2: the, the beehive has a Google, has a has an Excel spreadsheet that everyone's logged into. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah, the lambs, like Mariah, are a little more relaxed. you know what I mean? Like, uh, we get upset if like you com- if you say JLo's better than Mariah, but for the rest of it, we're like, we're just minding our own mm. business.
2: Yeah,
1: the labs are just showing up,
0: trying to best all stuff at the same time in the
1: same place. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: How are you, Bob? How is LA? Oh, i great. I
0: am. Um, I'm just uh, waking
1: up and eating my my vitamin gummies. Oh, nice. I have vitamin gummies every single day. I
0: was gonna. So you guys do vitamins? You guys do vitamin gummies, and you think they yeah. work just as well? Because I do apple cider gummies, but I eat them at night, and they're too good, so I have to. I eat too many of them. I just show
2: the one a day and the hair blows every day.
1: I by the way, Bob, I texted you, Kennedy, Ezra, Jacob, and I gotta text Mitch too. I'm, I'm for and Patty, if you guys wanna see um uh Doctor Strange when I'm in Los Angeles. Are you gonna be in Los Angeles when I'm there or no? When
2: uh,
1: are you
2: here?
1: May fifth to the ninth. We'll we'll see. All right, well, I'll let you wake up. I love you very much. Thank
0: you, Bob. I'll, I'll be, I'll be, um, yeah, i yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, Pe- great. Then I'll see you. Please okay.
0: tell Zach I said hello if you get it. Oh, you yeah. We miss
1: Zach. We'll do Actually, I actually
0: need him today. I have some mail to open
1: up. Work. All right. Love you much.
2: Love you. Bye. Bye.
0: That's a good point. He's right.
1: He no. He, uh, he's right. He is. Yeah, right. he's right. And that's why. That's why. Again, I'll publicly apologize. I'm like, I've said a lot of disparaging things. This is also when I was a younger comedian. Sure. and I wasn't writing as well, and it was like an. It was hack. It was is it so interesting
0: to look back on your sets?
1: Yeah, but you know, it's like I look back now. Like I don't mind holding myself accountable for things totally. I said that I wouldn't do now because I don't do them now. Right. I wouldn't change it either.
0: Totally. I I was looking back. This is one thing I will say about like with posting things online and like so many people like. There's like the thought of like just like throwing content out, throwing content out. I had a real moment where I had to think about that because I was going back through some old sets and some of them are shot really well because like like I found a set I did for Fuse TV years ago. I mean, we're talking like I did it when I was like four or five years into comedy. I don't do any of those jokes anymore and I and I wouldn't, but I needed to do them at the time because it's part of my like growth as like a writer. Mm. And um, I was like, I'm just going to b- start tossing them up there because they're really well shot. So I put one of them up and then... It made me realize when people, if someone says something about a clip that I think is funny and good, I'm like, "Say what you will, I stand behind this." But then, if someone's like, someone, most of the comments were positive, but then someone was like, "This is corny," but I actually agreed that it was corny, and I was like, "I, it is not worth it to me to put something up that I don't think that I that think you is don't corny." Stand by, yeah, like yeah. for TikTok, I'll kind of, I will throw a lot of stuff up, but I was like, you know what, like that is. Like when you look back on it, you're like, yeah, I don't want to, I'm not going
1: to, I don't want to put that out there. I, you know, I, I used to, I think when like everyone started getting canceled, I was in fear that like what things I've said were going to like destroy my career. But then I was like, that's like not, that's not how you approach life. Sure. Life is, I was a young writer. I was right. defensive because I was insecure. Sure. Um, and I said things that I wouldn't say now because I've grown. Right. That's life. I, and, and, totally. a, and a part of that too is like you know i i watch my like i put up this joke about pharmacists that i wanted to really talk got. to you
0: about that i actually wanted to talk about comments like comments about that because i saw that you had comments to, to, to someone so i was reading the comments oh. and i was about to comment before i saw your comment and then i stopped because i was like I've been not commenting on comments anymore, right. and then I saw you did. I just for I well, meant here, to ask you bad, and I was like, "Oh shit," because you
1: don't usually do that. I don't usually do that, but here's the difference, right? Like, I made a joke once on this logo thing, and I talked about Christina Aguilera, and I was making fun of her hair, okay, and like her singing and stuff like that. And it's like, I look at like my energy, and my energy was very like not angry, but like in that, in that territory. Sure. And I realized like, oh, that was because I was afraid that I wasn't funny enough and I didn't have anything better to talk about. And I just knew that like, if I made fun of celebrities, that was something caddy. comfortable, and, yeah. Right. Would I do that now? No. Right. I, I would, that's just, how, that's just growing. And it's like, it's better to for me to say I'm sorry, I have moved on from that and then to fi- actually move on. Right. Like jokes that I really like now. Totally. Than me worrying about being haunted by because I called Mariah whatever. You sure. know what I mean? So like that's my own journey, which I think you know, I think we're so used to canceling people, but it's like nobody needs to see like the other side also of it. Also with
0: the canceling, very rarely people are always like, We're canceling, canceling. Very rarely do people get
1: Canceled, actual canceled. canceled, right? Even
0: if in my mind, sometimes some of them, I'm like, yeah, maybe they should have been canceled. But right. it's like then it's like the version of canceled is like, it's like they're just not like
1: well, letting the front door. Growth shouldn't be growth shouldn't come from fear, right? So my own growth didn't come from fear. Now my pharmacist joke, that joke I stand by because it's the, funny. Well, here's the here's the thing. I refuse to let go of irony. Right, it's funny. I refuse to let go of sarcasm. The reason I'm making that joke and the reason I'm saying those things is because it's coming from the perspective of someone who knows nothing about absolutely. Pharmacists. And also, that's pharmacists, why it's funny. You're
0: punching up a pharmacist. A great, I mean, it's a great job. I'm not punching up really or well. down.
1: I'm making a blatantly stupid observation about someone wearing a lab coat and giving me my pills. And it's
0: a group of people that. Um, Like people, maybe you say they're undervalued. Absolutely. Like full respect. Of course. But
1: I would consider it punching up. Well, whether it's punching up or down, people got really mad at me about that joke. And I actually thought it was a good experiment for me because I was like, you know what? I like this joke. Right. I'm standing by this joke. Right. Because I'm not going to take away sarcasm. I'm not good because someone doesn't understand sarcasm. I usually
0: don't even pick up sarcasm. And I actually don't even usually like sarcasm. But I think that joke's really funny. I'm being sarcastic. Right.
1: I'm not being real.
0: I'd say it's pretty clear. And I am someone who does not Sarcasm isn't really Sarcasm is not really my thing
1: Can you imagine I'm comparing ai said a Pharmacist is in the lowest form of drag You don't see Right the, You don't see the joke right. there Now if I actually went up there And said Pharmacists are harmful And what they do is They do nothing And they screw you out of money And they're with the pharmaceutical company Could you
0: imagine uh, If like, all of a sudden You started saying that at comedy clubs Like just like go off on Like that like, would be I think that would be funny too But that would be insane That's and, damaging right. It's totally. like
1: Me going up there And being like What are they just counting pills all day like, Right Right. It's I'm being a stupid idiot. Right. Like, totally. People are so people. It's like, I refuse. I'm not budging on this one. I saw this, it. Has, like people were Emma. They were. I
0: know. I saw. I was re- I,
1: furious. It, it's
0: so fun. Like there was um, Ari Shafir had this uh, thing a post about like trolling trolls. And I thought that was like a funny concept to like troll <laughs> trolls. But it's it's interesting oh. because it's like it, it's just it's just a. if I were to troll trolls, I would say this. I'd be like, look, like. You are trolling the low, the easiest thing to troll. Like p- people are making an ass out of themselves in an environment where it's co. Look, if someone was doing comedy, not at a comedy club, by all means, drag them. Sure. Like if you go into your boss's office and they start talking about the difference between like men and women, and like you won't believe what happened at the supermarket, fucking tear them down from the inside out. But if you go and your fucking friend or person is doing it at a comedy club, like how do you, in all seriousness? If, be like, I heard someone saying something inaccurate about pharmacists. And I'd be like, oh my God, like, who said it? Was it at the pharmacy? Was it who was it? Who was it? Like, no, I was at Joe's Chuckle Hut and it was a comedian <laughs> that I paid to see under the guise of that they're fucking kidding. You'd be like, that's who you're critiquing? It takes no energy to critique someone who's like, I'm going to say something yeah, stupid. Yeah, you're simple.
1: It's yeah. like Ronnie. Ch- like Ronnie has the best. I I gotta watch his new special. Oh, it's so g- he's so. I gotta watch the new good. special. He's so good, and he. Did goes- you watch Gerard Carmichael's new special? But, no, I haven't seen Incredible. it yet. You want to know why? Because I was in Canada and I didn't have HBO Max in Canada. I'll so give now- you my login if you need it. No, that. no, I just I'm okay. back in America now, so I can watch it. But um. But no, Ronnie talks about this where he's basically, I am I mean, look, this is my own take from Ronnie's take, but he's basically saying like, you're not creating content. You're commenting on content. You're a loser. And I'm like, Ronnie, I want to marry you.
0: And I'm I all love for interaction. Ronnie. But like, it's like.
1: This you... one guy messaged me and he was like, wow, just another gay going off, sis. Like you better like you don't understand like how hard pharmacists did. And during the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. And this all the whole thing. And I just wrote back. I'm like, so pharmacists went to six years of pharmacy school and they don't get irony and then he was like go off sis be the most and i was like okay i was like i was like um i guess i will be and then he goes um he goes really i said yeah and he, i'm like <laughs> i'm like i think it was funny he goes oh and then he goes why are we like this i said i don't know and he goes okay i guess i like you <laughs> like it like like i'm not th- like because like bob put it best he's like people coming after you it's not about me right they're, it's their own shit right. they're throwing right. at you no one's that up in arms about a CVS right. pharmacist wearing a lab coat. Right. No one's that up in also, arms. Also,
0: pharmacists are are paid really, really well, and it probably is a really hard job, and I don't know all the things that they do. It's a,
1: but none of that matters. None of
0: it, ma- none of it matters. That's not the point. But, That's not the also, point of the joke. You're not picking on a group, but yes, the, it's not the point, but it's also like you weren't picking on a group of people that, I mean, I don't know.
1: You know who's the most brilliant person, I think, t- who like is, their whole thing is soaked in irony? Who? Is Tim Dillon. Like mm-hmm. Tim Dillon sits on the outside of everyone and talks about everyone completely soaked in irony and people don't get it and he doesn't budge. And I'm like- You don't
0: think people get it? I think people-
1: No, 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 no. People obviously get him. Yeah. He's very, very famous. famous yeah. I'm saying the people who get mad at him right. don't get what he's doing.
0: Do a lot of and... people get mad at him? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like lot he's lot so clearly get...
1: ironic. No, th- you know that because right. you're smart. But right. people will listen to him and be like, this is problematic and blah, blah, blah. I'm like- I'm like, and that's the thing too is like, I'm trying to get to a place where, like, I'm reading. I think I talked about this. I'm reading, I well, I read, I finished it. I read John Waters' book, Role Models. I don't think he did. Oh, he talks about like how he works with, um, uh, prison reform and mm. goes to prison and talks to murderers. Wow. And, and like, you know, all these people and teaches them art, teaches them literature, teaches them that like he, and I was like, if John and like he became best friends or really close with one of the uh, Manson girls Wow, and found that she reformed herself and it, she used to be a certain way. And I'm like, so if John Waters has it in his heart to make space for people who are literally outcasts right. and give them humanity, why? can't we give this to artists Mm. who are not? You know, it's just so crazy. It's like, we've gone too far. So I've kind of like hit a point where I'm like, okay, I'm not budging anymore. Like, maybe it's just,
0: maybe because it's like, it's a, It's a safer person to critique because it's just they're putting themselves out there and it's not like the accountability isn't like real time in person necessarily.
1: But also, are we saying we can't listen to anything ever that we don't like? Can you listen to some stuff you like and some you don't?
0: Right. You know, isn't that possible? If I think something's not funny, I mean, it's like it's so interesting how mad people get when they don't think something's funny. Like, it's like if something's funny or not funny, like. I'm trying to think if I used to get that. I don't think so. I mean, I like. There's a couple comedians where I'm like, oh, I didn't like. I wasn't into this special, but I was into this one. Like, like even when
1: I was on Legion of Skanks, and we got in the argument about the the T word, right? Mm-hmm. I I instead of like arguing them, I I I was like, hey, I don't feel comfortable. I'm just gonna leave. Mm-hmm. And then you know they defended themselves, and I sort of spoke where I was coming from, but like. I'm still friends with sure. Jay and Lewis and da- like we're right. still friends. And right. actually, two Legion of Skanks fans came to my show in Vancouver. They were oh, that's so that's nice. Sweet. That's nice. And they're like, come back on the show. I was like, I don't think <laughs> come back on the show. I was like, but you know, it's okay to disagree with sure. people. It's okay. Right. And it's okay to also still be friends with them. It, you know, we have to some at some point, some point get back into society, like. Sean Penn went on Hannity I think On Fox News and he was like I'm trying to stop From like us not being On the same or like from everyone speaking Into their own Excuse echo me. chambers so right. I'm here because I I don't like the show I don't like oh, you But I want to talk to you about what's happening In the Ukraine Yeah, and then when they talked About it on The View B- B- Sonny on The View was like well, Hannity did this and Hannity did. It. I'm like, that's the whole point of Sean going on the show, right? The entire point of him going on the show, is and good to, for
0: Hannity for having him on too. Like, that's it, great. I don't know if it
1: was Hannity or I don't or Tucker Carlson, one of those assholes. Yeah,
0: right, but I like Hannity like, much more than Tucker Carlson. I
1: don't like either. If I was alone in an elevator with Tucker Carlson, they both I'd look like, like idiots. Him. But it's like. That's good. That's progress. Mm-hmm. That's someone who doesn't align with your political views and doesn't like your propaganda right. is coming with a stronger message to say something's happening in the Ukraine and we can do something to help. Right. And even though I'm Hollywood elite in quotations and I How
0: was the Sean Penn interview? Like what was he saying?
1: Um he was just talking about Ukraine, what's going in Ukraine yeah. and he was there on the front lines and wow, what, what's God happening. Damn. Yeah.
0: I wonder what his traveling is. He like. was
1: married to Madonna.
0: Right? It all comes full circle. I, Sean Penn's travel agent must be a busy motherfucker. I mean, he, he, he met El do Chapo. He, do you think
1: he flew first class to Ukraine?
0: I'm sure, <laughs> without a doubt. And I fucking hope- I'm going you know, to whatever. help
1: people. Here's Actually, my third n- meal.
0: No, he probably had his uh, jet. I don't think there's any flights going in. I don't think any well, amount of- Well, he was probably would,
1: taken to like Romania. Right, Walk right? over. Right, and
0: then- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because there's no way, I don't think that, <laughs> the I think air travel's
1: scrapped really. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I think, yeah, he must have had some sort of military he, so he aid to get So he went to get the Ukraine? Yeah. Woo! I'm almost positive, unless I'm wrong, I could be way off. But I just wow. like the message of like, I I think that's important, like, we were so like focused on speaking in our own echo chambers and if you associate with this person, you're the devil. And it's like, right. I, it's just like kind of not, like I sit on the train with people that I, I wouldn't have dinner with, but like we totally. sit on the train in peace with yeah. each other.
0: Gotta get there, gotta get there, yeah.
1: Am I make it Do I make sense? Or makes, I son- of course it makes total crazy? sense. I
0: want to watch the Sean Penn interview. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I wanted to watch, I, I want to watch, I don't know if it was ever televised, but I mean, he was the one that I'm gonna Google got El Chapo. That's how they they caught El Chapo. I'm
1: looking up Sean Penn. Han- yeah, it was Hannity. Wow. So let's just see what the intro is. Oh, look at how Sean Penn looks. Here with Moore is the award-winning
3: actor, filmmaker, co-founder of That's Hannity. Moore. His name is uh, actor Sean Penn. How are you? Thanks nice for coming in. His Appreciate name is it. Actor. Uh, I want to start this. Thing. So I'm, I made a phone
1: call to you. I read that By the way, Hannity seems uncomfortable. He's like, yeah. I, uh. You uh.
3: we were there, and the story interested me. Uh, if you were on this set 99 out of 100 times, we probably would be in full disagreement right question about that all right so i make the first (laughs) phone call to you i don't know if you remember and i said i'm interested in the work that
1: you're doing and why you even though sean penn's doing humanitarian work he looks like he's always ready to hit someone
0: totally like
3: there even before the war started and this documentary you're doing you remember what you first said to me i do what'd you say I said that I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> is there a reason you didn't trust me? Yeah, there's a lot of reasons I don't trust you, but my trust or your trust, uh, you know, there's so many uh, people that don't trust their spouse, and yet we've got to get on with life, and we've got a situation was his wife I I've like, never excuse felt me? this way about where our country is and what I experienced emotionally in Ukraine where it had not, we all talk about how divisive things are, how divided things are here. But when you step into a country of such incredible unity, you realize what we've all been missing. And I don't think that we, I've got time to indulge my lack of trust, which it becomes a mm. petty thing. As people and babies are being vaporized, and that these people are fighting for the very dreams that are the aspiration of all of us Americans, and we talked about that too, There'd and, and we agreed on that—that that well, there's that we've got to take their example we'll in solidarity. About, we'll worry
1: about. Why did Sean Hannity just in- interrupt him? Like, I know, in right? In beautiful yeah. speech. Yeah,
0: he's like and vaporized. Like, well, enough
1: about enough about people dying. Right. Let's talk more about me. Right. <laughs> it's like what? But I kind of liked that. I liked that yeah, takeaway. Yeah, absolutely. I it was totally. very interesting.
0: Hannity used to be, it used to be Hannity and Combs and they had a show where it was like the conservative guy and the liberal guy, but the liberal guy was like a buffoon.
1: Did you, See, that's why I, hey, I stick with PBS NewsHour.
0: Yeah, I'm still not, I when I move apartments, I'm going to get my TV set up because I stopped, uh, I don't pay for any cable. I got.
1: I just watched YouTube. Right. Also, and, not- and they put, they post everything on YouTube.
0: And I've got so many streaming services now. It's Same. like, I was like, when I was doing my taxes, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Cause I was looking through all the stuff and I was like, geez, I don't watch any of them now except for HBO. Cause I've been watching all the specials.
1: I got to watch Gerard's special. You got
0: to watch Gerard special. Um, like it was absolutely incredible.
1: Uh, yes. We got to tie this up.
0: Thank you guys so much I did for the listening. hand on
1: the watch thing, which people don't even wear watches We appreciate anymore. you guys
0: very much. Um, do you have your show dates off the top of your
1: head? I do. Uh, if you want to come see me, I'll be at the Vermont Comedy Club April 29th and 30th, and then I will be at Nashville, Tennessee, May 20th to 21st. Go to MateoLaneComedy.com for tickets.
0: I will be in um, Key West, Florida, the May 20th and 21st. May 26th, I will be in portland oregon at the helium and um june 4th i'm actually doing a gay pride show in kissing me florida i don't know i don't know what the deal is like if they're selling tickets to it or not i know it's part of their like overall gay pride but june 10th and 11th i'll be at the denver improv and then um yes i i think june 24th i'm gonna be in des moines iowa at the funny boat but i'll get all i'll get all the dates for that um up on my website at i am emma Willman.com. thank you guys.